What's good, my dear language learning master? And welcome to Natural Languages and specifically to a new interview of the Language Input Podcast. And today I'm having Anna from Naturlich German. Okay. And in today's interview, we're going to talk about different topics related to language learning, right? From why the traditional approach it just doesn't work, right? And even my latest theory, like this is entirely mine, but I'm starting to think that grammar actually, like grammar study actually does get in the way. So, you know, so we'll talk about that, about different and useful sources of comprehensible input, about how to learn a language, how to start learning the language from scratch and, and, and much more. So hope you enjoyed this episode and let's get right into it. Hi, Anna, and thanks for coming Hi. to the podcast. Yeah, I'm really, really happy to have you on. Thank you. No, thanks for inviting me. It's my pleasure. All right. And um, yeah, so first of all, for those who don't know you, just tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background, especially when it comes to languages, but feel free to add whatever you feel comfortable with or you, whatever you feel is relevant to to the episode. <laughs> yeah, I was just, just going to say, so I was born in, <laughs> we're going to go through the whole story. No, um, so I'm Anna and uh, I'm I'm German. I uh, was born in Germany, grew up in Germany. Um, and then six years ago, I moved to England, um, where I still am now. Um, but yeah, so my language background. So basically what I'm doing is just, so I started a YouTube channel about, was it four months ago? Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm asking you, but I should know this. Um, yeah, about four months ago, I started a YouTube channel. Um, and my intention was just to provide content, uh, comprehensible input content mm -hmm. in German for German learners. And I came up with the idea, I mean, I was familiar with that sort of concept before because, you know, I was familiar with other YouTube channels. Um, I started learning Spanish last year in lockdown. That was one of my projects, one of my lockdown projects. And then I came across your channel as well and other channels. Um, but I also teach German privately. And um, I'm doing my best to sort of do it in the spirit of this um, natural method and this comprehensible input and everything and so that's how my YouTube channel came about because I was desperately looking for content for my German students German learners um, and I was just I was looking and looking and looking and I was just never really satisfied with what I could find Unfortunately, there's not too much for the German language out there. Mm -hmm. um, there's lots and lots for, for Spanish. So I was really sort of satisfied when I started learning Spanish and, um, you know, you got get all this content in and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really enough to actually learn the language with that. But yeah, I wasn't quite satisfied with the content, with the German content out there. And then I thought, okay, so you're, you're sort of advertising yourself as a German teacher, teaching with this method, but 
what you really want is also give your students material right. so that they can you know listen to that sort of content at home and and um, learn the language through comprehensive input so not just in our lessons but also outside because you know um, we can't have a lesson sort of two hours a day each day so um, I wanted to give them something to listen to and um, of course I found some sort of channels and stuff and others other things but I was like you know what um, if you can't find what you're actually looking for, but you want to give that sort of content to your students, just do it yourself. Mm. <laughs> so my uh, initial thought was just to sort of record videos at home and then send it to my students directly. But I don't know, that's just sort of, um, yeah, it's, it seemed very complicated to do that. And it was easier to just upload it on YouTube so that all of my students can sort of access this and access it. And then, you know, I, I don't know, it's just one thing led to another and then oh. it was public. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I called this thing Natürlich German and it, it was, it was a thing. And, and, and yeah, now it's, it's still a thing and it's um, hopefully, you know, um, growing a little bit in the future as well. But um, yeah, so th this is how it came about. Nice. I was looking for content for my students and um, just started doing it myself. So I'm doing it for everyone out there, for every German learner out there who sort of appreciates that kind of um, content, you know, where just a native German just tries to tell a story or something else in you know, in my language, um, and then sort of trying to do that for different levels as well. Right. So for people who basically start from scratch, and then people who are sort of, you know, beginners, they've already done a little bit, intermediate, advanced. Um, yep. So yeah, cool. That's how it happened. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that you that's how you started out. But then I, I bet you started actually liking it, like the process of creating videos and like the creative process and getting the feedback and so on. So you sort of started by accident, but then you realize that, oh my goodness, this is actually fun and rewarding and I'm helping people, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's so obviously, I mean, it's so much work behind this. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know this obviously, um, but yeah so if yeah if it doesn't you know if you don't enjoy it and it is not this sort of oh this is actually really quite fun and you know and if you don't have that then you don't go through with all of that work um and i did months and months of work before i even published the channel so yeah it is it is rewarding especially then when it goes out there and then people are actually saying oh yes this is actually helping this is great then you're like oh i'm so glad this you know <laughs> What it's for this is what it's for um yeah so yes it is it is a lot of fun yeah it's great yeah i mean like in the long run if you're not enjoying the process it's gonna be hard and yeah because i mean like the the outside affirmation of people telling you how much they enjoy they're enjoying it and how helpful it is that always that always helps of course and it's always nice but if you feel like you're doing something nice, you're helping people, you're having fun while creating the videos, it's 
way easier because like you said it, it takes time and work and so yeah 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 exactly. all right well, well first of all before i forget everyone check it out check check her channel out because i'm learning german it's helping me a lot like i'm serious <laughs> no it's not because she's in front of me here <laughs> but and i mean it, i mean it. i'm watching all your videos not the advanced ones yet because i'm not there but yeah like super fun cultural videos uh, quizzes and other ideas i'm i'm really enjoying them yeah, and they're really helping me like i want to tell you that <laughs> Well, thanks. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's helping. Um, it is. Yeah, because uh, yeah. obviously it's your mother tongue, right? So you never really, you know, you're always, there's always this little sort of doubt, you know, where you're like, okay, are they going to understand that? Is it helping? Is it actually, you know, helping, you know? But yeah, I'm glad it does. <laughs> it is. And when it comes to the comprehensible input approach or idea, like did you, when you start when you started teaching, did you start with comprehensible input related ideas from the get go, or did you start with traditional classes and then realize that it wasn't working, or how was it? Um, <clears throat> so a, a teaching full time. Mm -hmm. And and with this method, and then learning Spanish sort of happened pretty much at the same time. Because mm -hmm. um, up until last year, I was still studying. I was still doing a course here in England. So um, I just sort of, I had, I did it, if you want to call it part-time, I did it a little bit part-time what during my studies. And then I did, yeah, with the traditional um, sort of classroom, you know, what you know you know, um, what you know from back in school. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I didn't like super, you know, get into it until I then graduated and we were in this lockdown and I started learning Spanish as well. And that was the moment when I then started looking into language acquisition, you know, second language acquisition and how we learn or how we acquire a language. Um, so that all, all of that sort of happened at the same time. So I did yeah, I mainly I did that for, of course, teaching, because I wanted to really, you know, be serious about it, really get into it, do it full time. And um, I wanted to learn Spanish. So for both things, I sort of needed to know how what's, you know, what the most efficient way is to learn a language or the, you know, what's what the research says about it. So I just started looking into that, um, you know, read tons and tons of research articles, um, uh, followed polyglots on on youtube obviously got familiar with your channel and other um comprehensible input channels um so yeah that all of that sort of happened at the same time and then um i you know then said okay i'm, I'm teaching german with this method just a bit like you know how i'm trying to learn spanish now so right. that was also quite um interesting because then of course I had some students that also started from scratch like I did with Spanish pretty much from scratch so it was um yeah it was almost like this really nice exchange or comparison going on there as well okay what what works for me what works for my students and what you know what's their experience so yeah it it worked out all really nicely cool 
Yeah, I guess that that's always helpful. Like when <clears throat> when you, you're thinking about the way you want to teach or the way you think it's going to help students the most, and so when you when you're a student yourself of another language, and you realize what's actually working for you, what's actually helping you, and what's not, it's really. I think it's really. I think it's really important, but even I'd say it's you, you need to do that because when you when you when you know what it feels like from the perspective of a student, you're gonna be more self-aware about what you need to use in order to help your students, right? Because if you're if you started learning Spanish and I mean you didn't, but for whatever reason you you went to consciously study some grammar and you saw that wasn't helping you, like how on earth are you gonna give your students what you yourself don't like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I would never think of teaching grammar to my students, like the traditional conscious way. Well, first of all, because it's not gonna help them, <laughs> we know that. But then if I hate it myself, why would I do that to another human being, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and where, where, where do you see it on, on the traditional grammar approach from the point of view? Or I guess if you're using comprehensible input, you totally believe in that idea. But do you think traditional grammar instruction has a role in it or nothing at all? Or do you think it can be helpful? Do you think it cannot? What's, what's your take on that? Yeah. Um, Tough one. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is very, you know, I sort of have immediately five different answers to this because it's quite complex, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, to make it very easy at the start, I don't think that if you're only studying grammar and you're memorizing these grammar rules, that you are, uh, will acquire the language from that. I mean, yeah, that, that's basically what the research says about it as well, right? You, you sort of need language input for that. So if you're sort of only focusing in that, on that and trying to memorize all these rules, I don't think you will get very far, at least in my experience. Um, however, I mean, if you, you can, if you combine that, because I have students, I have students that say, no, no, I don't want that. I don't want grammar, that's why I came to you. And I say, fine, we don't oh. need it. We can learn the language without it. Absolutely, let's do it. But then I have other students as well who are like, oh, I'm actually quite interested in it and I actually really enjoy it. And then I say, okay, let's do it. Let's do my method plus um, the grammar bit because you enjoy it because that's another big thing about it, right? Because we we need to do stuff that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever um, the thing is we do with the language, um, we need to enjoy it oh. for motivation purposes and, you know, all of that. So, um, yeah, so obviously my students are still my students. So that means it's fine if they want to learn grammar and we you know we sometimes go through some stuff as well but 
um, because there's still my students, I'm like, well, you also need to do this. You also, you know, this is the stuff you need to listen to, or this is the book you need to read or whatever. Um, so I think a combination of both works yeah. fine um, because it obviously doesn't, I mean, if you're still doing the input thing and if you like the grammar, it doesn't hurt doing that, right? Um, I just wouldn't prioritize it, I think. Um, yeah. And and then uh, your the the other part of your question, if it's sort of you know if it can help at all um, acquiring the language, um, I think so. What I find myself doing sometimes when someone's coming to me and they're really sort of starting from zero, mm -hmm. and um, so we're doing this method straight from the start. You know, we we I'm giving them stuff to listen to. Uh, you know. I say, go familiarize yourself with these new weird sounds. <laughs> and, um, but so they're doing all of that work at home, you know, all the input, they're, they're listening to stuff, they're reading stuff and all of that. Um, but then sometimes in the lesson, when they're really starting from zero, then we might, you know, just say, okay, by the way, we've got three articles. We've got der, die, das in German, for example. Um, and then I just, you know, if you just look, I mean, I, I don't ever say to them, you need to go home and study this and memorize yeah. this now. Right. But if you, if we just sort of look at it and just sort of, you know, make a bit of sense of it, then I just sometimes find that it might speed up the whole process because it's just sort of the, a little bit of support underneath um, with all of that listening you're doing and, you know, so, at the beginning, when I'm really starting from zero, I yeah, I sometimes go through a bit of grammar because it might just, you know, speed it up a little bit because you might be able to make sense of what you're hearing sooner rather than later. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, as I said, if someone comes to me and they're like, nope, don't like grammar, I'm like, okay. So. <laughs> yeah yeah i think we we all agree on the fact that with grammar alone you're not going to be able to learn a language like it's not going to happen right. with mm. grammar I mean, like traditional grammar instruction however and i talked about this with ina in the previous episode i'm like i'm totally against it <laughs> i'll tell you why like because i i totally understand what you're saying but i think for to me, that's just as adults trying to consciously control the process. Like back to your example, mm. you were talking about people starting from scratch and I don't know, the articles in German that you talked about. The thing is we adults, we want to consciously control the process. So we want to know when to use that's the, you know. The problem is mm. they're just two different processes, like the subconscious acquisition of the language and the um, conscious memorization or conscious um, studying or, or learning of the language, they're just two different processes. So what I mean is the, the fact that you know when, like consciously know when to use a specific article doesn't mean that you're gonna be able to produce it the right way when speaking. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm starting to believe, and this is, there's no research on this, it's just my personal feeling, okay? I'm, I'm yeah. actually starting to think that conscious grammar instruction actually gets in the way 
this is my mm. just a feeling okay everybody just no no research just a feeling because when when you're learning a language through comprehensible input alone like quote unquote that's everything you have to rely on right so when when you're when you're actually going to try to speak in the only thing that you have within you is that uh, subconscious acquisition so you you got if you're if you're in a point in which you can actually communicate you're going to respond you're going to use words that come out of you like naturally without you even thinking about that right however if you've been consciously learning grammar as Stephen Krashen puts it there's like sort of a monitor that gets in the way that whenever you're going to say yeah. something there's that grammar instruction getting in the way and stopping you from speaking because you're wait 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 a second I was going to say that but the rule says it shouldn't be that way right so so then you sort of stop to think about it and then it actually gets in the way and it, and your your speaking is less fluent and that's why when when people are speaking in a foreign language you've probably noticed that a lot of people have like a broken speech with a lot of pauses like you know um yeah. uh, um you know um you know what i mean right and that's because <laughs> they're, they're trying to consciously access that knowledge from from gram for from conscious grammar instruction yeah. right yeah exactly but the thing is yeah. in a real life real time conversation you just don't have the time to do that you, you might have yeah, it yeah. if you're if you're writing uh, an article because you do have the time to think about what you want to say and to recall those specific sentences or structures or articles or whatever they are right yeah. but in real time it just doesn't work that way yeah but that's that's no, my point <laughs> yeah no i yeah i agree in that point definitely um yeah that's that's i think when you take it a bit too far <laughs> um yeah, so when, you know, when you're really there trying to have a conversation and you're thinking about all these rules and it just, yeah, it doesn't really work well. Um, so, yeah, I think for me then, you know, as a teacher who um, then does use grammar, it's, um, it's, um, it's about finding sort of the right balance. So, I, yeah, I actually, you reminded me now, I find myself um saying a lot to them something like oh but you know don't worry you don't have to memorize this you don't you know don't look at it at home it was just now to sort of just you know see it mm -hmm. and, you know just you know just visualize it but not like um yeah but I think most of the time yeah we you know it's it's sort of nice that they've looked at it once but then after that um, if I've done my job well, then then they're not thinking about the rules when we're done, then sort of, right. you know, start talking and all of that. And I think, yeah, it's hard to find sort of that sweet spot, that balance, right, between, okay, how much do I look at it and how much, you know, it's, it's um, difficult to not start overthinking it, I think, once you've actually looked at it. So, yeah, sometimes it's, it might even be easier to just completely disregard it so that you don't ever have that in your head right so yeah yeah, yeah that's the good. that's the danger of it like i said yeah, because yeah. Like, like as a student you don't it's you don't even realize it but if if you if you start trying to consciously learn grammar mm -hmm. 
you're learning to pay attention to form as opposed to meaning, which is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't want to, like your brain is learning to, to pay attention to specific structures, to verb tenses, to articles and so on, as opposed to meaning, which is the most important thing and the way yeah. you're going to learn the language, right? And But the, the, the good news is, just as kids do, like I, I talked about it within as well. Like I, I'm not with that. I'm not saying that grammar is not important. All I'm saying is we don't need to consciously study because we actually acquire it through comprehensible input. And let me let me give you a couple of examples that I always use, <laughs> like one with Spanish, one with English. The first one with English is to show that consciously, know, consciously knowing the rules doesn't mean you're going to be able to produce it, produce them the right way. And like a quick little example with English is from from a conscious standpoint, the rule of adding an S to the third person singular is as straightforward as it gets, right? Like I want, you want, he wants, she wants. But like from consciously speaking, that's like super simple, right? Like all, all the conjugations are the same, but just an S at the end of the third person. And yet you've probably noticed it when people, when foreigners are speaking English, even people who can actually communicate in the language, they still say he wants sometimes when they speak. Because again, they, when you're speaking, you just don't have the time to think about what you want to say. It's not how the process works, right? They're just two different processes. So all that to give you an example of a super simple rule from the conscious standpoint and everyone understands, right? And yet mm-hmm. there are people still not using it the right way when speaking because it's just two different processes, right? And then the second example with Spanish, now that you're learning Spanish, you might understand. <laughs> there's, there's a word that every single Spanish-speaking kid uses at the beginning, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the word for broken, yeah, which mm-hmm. is, the, the correct word is roto, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's an irregular conjugation. This is about all, mm-hmm. all the grammar I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about in my project. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot for you. I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, just to just to give you an example. So roto means broken, but it's irregular. But that's the correct conjugation, right? So every single Spanish-speaking kid says rompido at the beginning, which is incorrect. Mm-hmm but it would be the regular conjugation. Mm. And what that tells us is that kids from comprehensible input and other examples like from beber, bebido, from comer, comido, etc., the language mechanism in their brains develops the language rule without having to consciously study. Right, so, they, yeah. so they, their mechanism thinks, okay, romper, Rompido, right? So they, they, it's like the language mechanism understands or creates the rule itself without having to, without needing to consciously study, right? That's why they they all say rompido, right? And then again, when what they need in order to get it right is to hear the the right word in context many times. You know, if if their parents use roto, roto in context many times, eventually they're going to be able to to say the right word right 
And I'm sure you can, you can think of many examples like that with German, of course, but with any language. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why, yeah, most people teach with that method, right? Um, so, yeah, I think when someone comes to me, like a student, um, and they say, okay, I don't want grammar, I think that's um, always one of the most exciting moments as well, mm. because like, <laughs> okay, let's get really into this and see how far we can get here. And yeah, it's super right. exciting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't, I myself haven't done uh, grammar for Spanish. And Good. so far, it's been working <laughs> fine. So, yeah, I mean, if you don't want it, you don't need to, yeah. But um, yeah, that was that was another point I just remember as well, because um, yeah, I think if you're sort of really serious about this, like for example, you are, you're very interested in languages, and you're taking this the whole process really serious, and you're very keen, and you're always trying to you know find the best way, mm -hmm. um, and you have found that this is the best way for you, uh, or you know in general, um, then yeah uh, that that's that's absolutely great but then you've got like um just like coming back to my just it's just my personal experience again with my students because a lot of them you know they're not they're not coming from the same background or the same position they're in mm -hmm. so they just might you know they might just say okay I need to learn German because um uh, my wife's got a job there and I'm moving there now so they're coming from a completely different background so they might have a different motivation and attitude towards it and then they're like okay right so um okay this sounds sort of plausible you know as you were describing with the two different processes and all of that um great but uh, actually i'm sort of you know i'm not too into languages so if it's like not the most efficient way now or if we could just you know if you could just tell me what daddy does means also fine right. so i think that that makes a big difference as well so how committed are you to this whole process um right. so yeah and you know i was probably you know i don't speak as many languages as you do but i was probably sort of quite committed when I started learning Spanish last year because um, it was in the middle of lockdown and you know you have to have something that you're really committed to because that wasn't much else so yeah so um <laughs> and yeah so that's why you know I maybe took it more serious than I would have if I would start you know now or if I would have started two years ago mm -hmm. um so I, yeah, I, my approach was a little bit different as well. Well, I was like, okay, you know, you're not doing grammar. You're doing just exactly, you know, what you sort of found out through the research or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. It's just that there's a lot of people who want to learn a language for more practical reasons, let's call it, right? I did. They found a job somewhere, or they want to move to a different country, things like that. And usually, they're looking for a shortcut or for you know, right? Which I understand, <laughs> I get it. But spoiler alert: there's no shortcut to learning language, <laughs> and that's actually great news in my view. 
my the, the only the, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I just yeah. like the the reason why I'm putting up so so much con putting out so much content and I, I'm starting with these interviews because I think they're really helpful because I'm coming from a place of gratitude like I, I mean it like I, I wish people could be in my head like 10 years ago <laughs> when I didn't know about <laughs> all this and I was trying to learn English and believe it or not I just couldn't speak the language I, I like I'm totally yeah. serious because right away most people when I tell them that you know I speak seven languages I'm learning others they immediately think okay you're talented or you're you know you're reasoned like that right and I just I just wish people could be in my head for just a minute, like 10 minutes ago, uh, 10 years ago. Like, because there's mm -hmm. such a difference between trying to learn the language the traditional way, which is never it's never worked, <laughs> as opposed to just enjoying the whole process every single day, watching videos like yours, yeah. reading, yeah. Like, um talking with people from different from different countries getting you know getting to discover new things about new cultures new countries it's just this it's like day and night like completely so that that's yeah. why that's why i really besides me enjoying the process which i do i, I also want to help as many people as possible in that regard because I, i've seen both sides yeah. of it and it's just yeah day and night yeah day and night yeah <laughs> And and I yeah, believe, that's... like we cannot like yeah sorry like last thing like I I believe we all have the the potential to learn any language I do obviously yes. being being passionate about languages as I am that's always going to help right because I'm going to be more patient you know and I'm not going to look for shortcuts and things of the of that nature but potentially we can all learn any language when during the process I'm I'm convinced because. Yeah. It, it, it already worked for us at least once with our native language, right? No, sorry, mm. I'm going to say something. <laughs> um, yes, right. Um, yeah, I had, uh, so while we were talking earlier, I had that thought come to my mind as well that um, actually um, when, if someone would have told me, well, they basically did, I mean, in the research papers, um, they told me, you don't have to learn grammar all you need to do is sit back enjoy the process watch some videos read some nice books and you can acquire the language from that so isn't that a really sort of relieving feeling as well right you just you know i, I get that some people are like okay i actually do enjoy grammar but if you know um so you yeah, someone tells you actually all you need to do is watch videos um, with stuff that you're actually interested in as well, or you know, funny videos or whatever, um, and you will acquire the language from that. So you actually just have to enjoy yourself. Um, and you, you know, that's actually quite nice and relieving. Oh, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> yes, right. The thing is just. I have to sort of, um, there are, you know, a, a couple students who are like, okay, I'm really into this method and I can't, I'm so excited. Um, actually, most of the students are like, okay, I'm really excited for this. But for most of them, it's also really 
difficult at first if they if this is all very new to them and they haven't tried it out themselves first like you and me you know we know it's working so we know all of these um we know what the process is, is like and we know how rewarding this method is as well mm. i think it's much more rewarding than um back in school when you had to memorize grammar you don't ever get like these little success moments or these reward rewarding moments along the way which you get with this method but anyway if you've never had that and it's all new to you then even if they're excited about this new method and this new process it's hard for them to first trust in it. Um, so, yeah, I think they have to, you know, do it for a while and then see how, where it can take them and how rewarding it is. And then they can, then you can let go. You can let go more and more. You can relax and you can actually enjoy the process and you then stop thinking about it as well. My students at the start just have so many questions, which I love, but they are just thinking so much about the whole process, which is good because it's not just, a, you know, learning the language, but it's about, uh, we also learn how to learn a language, right? Um, so um, they're, they're thinking a lot about the process and they're concerned, oh, do I need to do that? Do I need to do this? Mm -hmm. um, but the, you know, the more you just stick with it and the more you sort of find your own rhythm with it as well and you realize how it's working, when it's working, um, and you just, you know, get a bit of experience with it, then the more they sort of relax and they're like, okay, this is great. This is working. All I really need to do is watch some nice videos. So, yeah, I think it's a, uh, yeah, it's relieving and it's a, it's a great sort of, fun, enjoyable and rewarding method. Yeah, absolutely. It is, yeah, we just, you know, we're all used to the traditional approach because that's what we got in schools throughout the whole education system. So it does, I mean, it's, it's almost like you don't believe it at first, right? No, no, no it, it can't be this easy. I mean, it's yeah, right? easy, quote unquote, you know. But yeah. it just, and then, the thing is with like most people like patience again <laughs> back to it yeah. because they want yeah. results as as quickly as possible right Be and, and with the traditional grammar approach you do get that feeling of accomplishing yeah. a new i don't know a new level yeah. or a new um a new yeah. lesson yeah. we all know we we all know what that leads to right but <laughs> You do. It's more measurable. Is you you do get that feeling, but anyway. Yeah, it's, it's more visible, just you know, because you are literally just following a structure. Yeah. Whereas if you're just sort of left on your own and you're just like, okay, how much am I going to watch now? And you know, where's this going to lead? What am I going to watch? It's you know, you can feel a bit lost at the start. Right. Um. So it. I think. Yeah. I think it looks, um, like you get getting somewhere, but. I mean, we know that actually, if you were just to spend that time listening and reading, you would get further and um, eventually, you know, actually notice the process as well. But yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard at the beginning. I, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the, so the sort of visual going from A to B to C that you get with learning grammar 
um, it's not as rewarding as, you know, the little sort of moments that you have when you go through with the sort of natural method, because, um, yeah, you just, I mean, the, the acquiring, as you said earlier, it's that sort of mostly happens subconsciously as well, right? So it's really hard to detect that anyway, but mm -hmm. there comes a point where you just suddenly realize, oh, actually, if I look back at it and just a few months ago, I watched this video and I just sort of accidentally came across that again and I couldn't understand a thing. There was maybe one or two words I picked up and now mm. I can almost, you know, properly follow it. And then you realize how much has actually happened in those few months. Um, and then these rewarding moments, I think they, they feel much much bigger and better than you know the yeah the rewarding moments you would have with gamma or you know yeah. the success moments yeah you, yeah you understand more and more every time it is yeah. the, the the feeling of being able to understand more and more complex resources and more interesting at the same time it's just amazing and it's going to happen the, the thing also is it just takes time to be able to start communicating is the way it works in our brain yeah. So, you know, again, getting back to the lack of patience, right? <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so I, I want yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add, I made it maybe sound like, you know, it well, because I said a few times, oh, it's super easy. You just need to sit back and relax. Um, it is that in a way, but also we mustn't forget that it takes a lot of time. And, you know, if you just one 10 minute video each day, you know, how far you're going to get. But so, you know, what I just maybe also need to mention is you need hours and hours and hours of this input. Um, so yeah, it doesn't just come with um, a few videos, you're not going to see a difference with a few videos. But you know, you need to really spend time on it and just get hours and hours and hours of input in reading and listening. So yeah, right. just adding that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to ask you about your Spanish journey. Like, where are you? Like, where, what, what are you doing now? Are you watching videos still or where are you at? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm watching videos on YouTube as much as I can. Um, I've now sort of got to a point where I'm not, I'm not super limited anymore to, you know, to a specific level which means there's a wider range of sort of topics that you can watch as well, which is great. So um, yeah, exactly. So you can just watch more stuff that sort of is, you know, really interests you, which I enjoy. Um, so I'm watching, you know, all sorts of different levels now because I'm more focusing on what I'm enjoying, which is actually quite nice. So sometimes there would be a, you know, a beginner video because I like the topic or sometimes there would be an advanced video because I like the topic. Um, but mixing that up is quite nice. And I got to a point where I'm not absolutely frustrated anymore when I watch a native Spanish series on Netflix. <laughs> a long, long time, a few months back or whatever it was, I wanted to watch um, Money Heist, right? Because I just really like that series, but oh my God. So I was like, okay you know you do your spanish practice you know in the morning or afternoon or whatever but when you then you know 
the little bit of TV before you go to bed, you just watch it. You don't obviously count it as your Spanish practice, but you just watch it because you want to watch the series and you're going to try it in Spanish with subtitles. But a few months back, I was like, no, no. not happening. This is just not happening. Yeah. But uh, now I didn't actually go back to this series because I think it's quite um, advanced, but I, I sort of watch other native series now. Um, of course, it's still like very, very hard. I'm still using subtitles for this. I don't use subtitles when I watch videos and all of that. Um, but it's, as I said, it I, I got to a point where it's not absolutely frustrating anymore. So um, I am enjoying native series now, which is great as well. Um, and um, I've been reading Harry Potter. Nice. And I love Harry Potter. So this was a great moment for me when I first opened the book and I read through the first sort of few pages and I was like, I can actually understand this. I can understand one of my favorite books. Um, maybe it, you know, takes long and, you know, you have to, you know, really sort of focus and it's still um, quite hard, but it's enjoyable because I enjoy Harry Potter. So that was, yeah, I remember that very well when I, first, yeah. when I read the first few pages because that was just so rewarding. It was so nice, that feeling. And so, um, yeah, so if I've read Harry Potter, I moved on to um, this book here, which is a lot harder. Oh, Julio <laughs> Verne. Cinco semanas en globo. <laughs> yes, uh, it's good. I, I bought that in Gran Canaria, actually. Um, yeah, so um, reading, uh, watching um, videos, watching um, native series now, um, and all these like little things that you do. For example, um, changing your phone to Spanish. And then, hmm. by the way, Google Maps is then also in Spanish. And when you're driving in your car and it oh. suddenly goes, did you just expect it? And suddenly in Spanish, it goes, please turn left. And you're like, which one's left again? You're driving left on the, in the UK, right? So it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have that on top as well. Um, yeah, so to get used to driving on the left-hand side and being navigated by a Spanish woman. That <laughs> was great. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine now, but at the start, at the very start, because I just sort of, you know, I, I swapped my phone to, to Spanish quite early on and I didn't really think about it because I was like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. But then I started driving. I was like, oh yeah, this auto changes. <laughs> So that was quite funny, yeah. um, you know, so these little things like, you know, reading, I don't know, a news article here and, and you know, reading something on your phone there and, you know, all of these little <laughs> things, you know, everything that just gets input in. Yeah. Um, oh, and I do, I do cross talk with people <laughs> as well. So I, I meet with uh, Spanish people who want to um, learn German and then I do cross talk and that is, um, probably it might even be the the best thing out of the entire practice thing because why do we learn a language we want to communicate with people and if you have someone you want to communicate with 
And I had that feedback from my students as well. They're like, okay, now I've actually got someone. I want to talk to you. I want to, you know, talk to this native German girl. <laughs> and then that is such a big motivation thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've got someone you, you, you want to talk to, then, yeah, and you want to communicate with. Yeah. That's a, that's a big deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're, you're both using your native languages, so you're both you're both yeah. listening to your target language all the time, and especially at the beginning when you're not ready to start communicating in the target language yet, yeah, you don't feel that pressure because you're gonna reply in your own native language, which takes the yeah. which take takes that stress out of the equation, you know, you know that exactly. that feeling of communicating in a foreign language. And listening to a native speaker, but not really listening because you're in your head, you're trying to build the next sentence you're gonna say. Right? Mm -hmm. exactly. And so yeah, exactly. surprisingly, you're not paying as much attention to the other person and you don't understand. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's totally out of the out of the picture in crosstalk, like you said. Exactly. So that's I've done it with several languages and it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. it's a real life conversation, like you said. So it's totally natural and rewarding yeah. once again. And and you can both yeah. adjust to to the other per person's needs. You can slow down a little bit if necessary. You can use gestures or whatever it takes, pictures. Yeah. It just yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it's like is there near the top of the most interesting resources? Totally agree. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and you're not, you're not limited to talking about, you know, basic stuff that you can produce in the target language yourself. Right. So you don't have using, to talk about your, you're using your own, you know, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, then you can just have, yeah, as you said, a, a completely normal conversation. And you know, you don't have to talk about the bloody weather again <laughs> you can talk about <laughs> you know you can just talk about anything just have a very normal conversation and, and while getting that input in that natural input so, yeah bloody water yeah very <laughs> <laughs> yeah. British right, right. yeah and any any language that you'd like to learn in the future or was what's next or Oof. didn't think about it yet um, um i mean spanish is of course my priority mm -hmm. now um but i was actually thinking because i had french in school mm. and um i was back then i was super excited to learn french um but then the whole school system and you know the approach and everything ruined it a bit for me um but now that i've seen the benefits with um spanish um and I have actually watched some uh, videos on Alice's channel. Mm. Alice does uh, comprehensible input videos for French. It's IEL, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and honestly, I mean, I haven't done any French since school because I was just so, you know, it was just so ruined. Um, I was so fed up with it that, you know, it didn't work. <laughs> so um, really no contact with the language whatsoever. But then I watched some of her videos last year 
and I was so surprised by how much I could still understand mm. um, and how much I could, you know, follow and everything um, by actually only doing school French um, and um, maybe watching a film here and there back then, but then having a break from it for so long and then, you know, coming back to it and I could, you know, she start, she's doing it really well as well, her stories and everything. And, you know, it was really easy to follow and I sort of suddenly remembered all these vocabulary again and everything. Um, so that's sort of, um, yeah, so I just feel, sort of thought, okay, actually, wouldn't that be quite nice? Once I've done Spanish, wouldn't that be nice to sort of come back to French and sort of get this excitement back that I had back in school that sort of then was a bit ruined um, and, you know, tr try that again. So I think maybe after Spanish, it would be French. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's actually, you just yeah. reminded me, like, that's actually a huge point. The The fact that you you stopped learning French because you were you were fed, fed up with it, right? It is, the mm -hmm. amount of people giving up on languages because of the traditional grammar approach, it is unbelievable. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and I perfectly understand, it makes sense. You know, it just, it's a hard process. You don't see any results. <laughs> you don't get to actually communicate in the language. It's like, you know, I, I, again, I even felt it myself. The thing is, I'm so passionate about languages that I just kept trying. I don't know why, to be honest. <laughs> but it just, it just I, I totally get it. And that's also why I want to talk about these topics and about these things, because there's so many people giving up on languages because of the yeah. traditional grammar process, because that's the only thing they know, because that's the only thing we were taught. Right. And mm -hmm. it shouldn't be that way. Because again, you just you can actually have a lot of fun and truly learn the language, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so if you if you were to start with French again or any language from scratch, you start watching videos on YouTube from teachers. That'll be your go-to resource for if you're starting from scratch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think the first thing I would do is just um, look through the whole of the internet, <laughs> um, looking for resources. Yeah, comprehensible input resources, and then start from there. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing when when you're starting from scratch, there's like that that initial period in which you can't really understand things for yourself, meaning even cartoons and easy stuff. So you, you do need someone who creates videos in a way that is comprehensible even for complete beginners, right? Like just like you're doing, you're doing with your complete beginners videos, right? Because mm -hmm. even the most simple resources, like again, like cartoons or comic books and things like that, so hard. they're not comprehensible yet because you're starting from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you, you do need that. That's, you know, that's also why I think like a lot of people lack patience at the beginning because, you know, at the beginning, you can't really, you're not really there yet. You can't really um, listen to the language for a longer period every day on your own because you you do need yeah. help, right? But once you get to a point in which cartoons start being comprehensible, you can do it, you can do that on your own. It is, 
then it's way easier because you start, like you said, understanding documentaries or even series again. And when you get to that point, you, you, those resources, you were actually enjoying them in your own native language before. So there's no, yeah, yeah. There's no effort required whatsoever in that process when you get to that point, right? So I do understand that that first period can be a little bit more challenging because of it. Yeah. But furtherly, recently there are more and more teachers uploading videos of their own native languages. And obviously yeah. if, if you yeah. learn Spanish, you, you're gonna have more resources than if you're learning Swahili, right. for example, right? But, yeah, exactly. You know, we, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have sort of material of um, a lot more languages in the future. Um, but yeah, I agree. My experience with Spanish as well. So honestly, all I did was watching videos, like the super, super beginner videos, if I could find them. That's all I did at the start. And I basically started from scratch. Yep. And it was it was tough because um, you can't, as you also just said, it was because you're new to the process. You, you're like, you're just sitting there and you're like, I have no idea if this is working. What am I doing? But I stuck with it and I just kept watching these um, very, very beginner videos. And then you know, it's, you really like, I mean, I can't emphasize this enough. You're really there like, what the bloody hell am I doing? <laughs> it's just working. But um, you just watch more and more and more of these. And at some point, something happens. You just start sort of, you're, you're maybe more able to sort of detect more words in, because at the beginning, it's just noise, right? Yeah. Just noise. But the more you watch and the more you familiarize yourself with the language and the new sounds, you start sort of detect more little words in between and you can distinguish them. And then suddenly you, you just keep watching, 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 you stick to it. And then suddenly you find yourself moving up to the next level and it's not super, super, super beginner anymore, but now it's beginner and you can follow them sort of. Um, so at the beginning, yeah, really hard because also it's it's very exhausting. If you have a 10 minute video, a 10 minutes of just noise, that can be exhausting. And you need to sort of, you know, you're really trying to focus and, um, you know, you, your mind just drifts off as well. Mm. If it's just noise at the start. Yeah. I mean, later on as well, later it also drifts off, but it's it's particularly hard at the beginning and it drifts off and then you're like no hang on focus you really need to focus what is he saying oh my god um so it is exhausting above uh, everything else as well so it, like I was I think I remember sort of looking for five minute videos because I couldn't take more at that at the time and um like a 10-15 minute video would be quite exhausting so but that's at the very, very start. You, I think you overcome that so fairly quickly, sort of. But yeah. you just, you know, you just have to stick with it and just watch, watch, watch. Um, and don't lose motivation. Don't be too frustrated if it, you know, if you 
maybe are a bit lost you don't really know what you're doing and um yeah so yeah if you just stick with it you will see the results sooner rather than later yeah. or, you know step by step yeah and you'll yeah. again you'll understand more and more every day and you'll get yeah. more and more complex resources and interesting and eventually yeah. you're going to start communicating it's just going to happen it's it's a natural consequence you know yeah 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 that's definitely um what happened with with um my students as well yeah. just, just sort of sticking with it because there they've i mean they've got a person who tells them as well just stick with it <laughs> um so <laughs> there they've got that so they can't escape so they're just sticking with it and then eventually yeah it just happened naturally with them they just naturally started communicating at the beginning just very basic phrases but obviously they got more and more and more and another thing i should say they don't learn the basic phrase they don't listen to the basic phrases and then at the same time say the basic phrases they listen to basic phrases hours for hours and hours and hours and hours then they can understand that really well then they move on then they watch advanced more advanced stuff listen for that for hours and hours and hours and they move on you know their listening comprehension moves on and then they start um saying these basic phrases naturally right. so your sort of listening comprehension is i think always on a higher level yeah. than your production level yeah, you know what, what you're able to produce um but the higher this sort of goes the the higher this goes as well if that makes yeah, sense really does. um <laughs> yeah so but you know the the more they stick with it and the more they comprehension um sort of develops and the the more they speak then as well so and that yeah that happened naturally for them they just you know they don't think about grammar or whatever or, or yeah. what or even what they listen to they it just comes out and then the really nice thing is also when they because everyone does mistakes so when they do mistakes yeah make mistakes at the beginning they're like hang on wait a second that didn't feel right and then they're correcting themselves and then they say it correctly and then like there you go don't need to say anything you, you know you you know it sounded weird it sounded wrong so yeah. um you're correcting yourself and yeah it's, it's great like you, it's, uh, you through comprehensible input you develop like a feeling of correctness that is independent of conscious study so that's when you probably feel that when i mean with your students certainly but when someone speaks in your language like a foreign person speaks in your language and they make a mistake sometimes you can really explain what rule was broken or what the mistake was exactly but it just doesn't sound right in your mind right it's like mm. or, or even you're looking for you're you're speaking with with a fellow yearman and and you just can't remember a specific word or a specific structure for whatever reason and you try one and it's like mm, it, it, mm, it doesn't sound right no, 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 this is not the way, you know, <laughs> and that's in the present. You get that through comprehensible input as well, right? And yeah, yeah. yeah. And the last thing is back to your example is like input is the cause of your acquisition and output is the consequence. So it's always going to be ahead. And again, yeah. if you look at kids when they're one year old, they don't say a single word yet. <laughs> 
but they understand a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just how the process works in our brain, in our minds. You know, yeah. input yeah. is the cause, output is the consequence. It's, it's really that yeah. simple, <laughs> quote unquote. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, and yeah, exactly. And as you say, that's the level there. That's the case. That's always the case on any level. So if you're if yeah. you're starting from scratch, if you're beginner, if you're intermediate, um, I can certainly understand more English that I can produce myself. Huh. So I think, yeah. So I think it's it, that that is always the case. Yeah, no yeah. matter what level you're at. Yeah, even if in your own native language, if you read like a really formal article or whatever yeah. you, you understand all the words but you don't use them yourself right, right? yeah it's, yeah yeah but there was yeah. one, one last point i wanted to make i forgot <laughs> you were talking about that it's always going to be ahead oh i totally forgot yeah moving sort of parallelly but what was it? <laughs> anyway? <laughs> it might come back to you. <laughs> yeah, probably later. No worries, no worries. <laughs> uh, Tonight you're like, oh, Anna, I just remembered. And then I get yeah. an email being like, oh, this happened. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually going to happen like five minutes after we're done. <laughs> yeah, <know>? probably. <laughs> <laughs> Not even tonight. Anyway. And um, yeah. Yeah, like the last question that I had in mind. So we've talked about crosstalk, we've talked about YouTube videos. Is there any, let's call it unconventional source of comprehensible input you're using that you think is helpful? Like, let me give you an example. <laughs> like, for example, um, like my friend Ina from Comprehensible Russian, who I had on the podcast, the previous episode, she, she made two, three videos of her cooking typical Russian recipe, right? And I've, I've seen that cooking videos are really interesting because they're super comprehensible because, you know, here are the onions, here are the, the potatoes, you chop the onions. So you actually see the action of what people are saying. So I find that they're, yeah. they're really useful. So I don't know if cooking channels, obviously, you need someone who really explains everything they're doing, but I think it's like a source, like an unconventional source of comprehensible input that I really, I'm, I really enjoy and it's really helpful. So I don't know if there's any similar idea that you came across or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I, when I get new students and I ask them, okay, so what, what stuff are you interested in? Mm -hmm. And then if they say, oh, I'm into uh, fitness or I'm into baking or I'm into gardening, I had, mm. then I go and look for stuff that is sort of, um, well, it depends on what their level is, right? right? But then I go and look for stuff that, you know, I go for, I look for um, a, a, a native Germans who have a cooking or baking channel. Right. Um, I have, I give them a, a German website with German recipes. So when you go and cook, mm -hmm. use a German recipe. Mm -hmm. um, um, but yeah, so gardening I had, which was the, it's the newest thing. So I looked um, for a gardening channel, which is also quite, you know, you're also just sort of describing what you're doing and everything, which is quite nice. Yep. Um, yeah, all sorts. It just depends on what they're interested in always. Um, 
I myself <laughs> have done some, I have done something funny. Um, so we had a very long lockdown in England. Okay. Um, so basically, I mean, last year, a long one, but especially this year, basically, I mean, almost six months at the beginning of this year mm. and everything was shut. The gyms were shut, uh, which is uh, not great for me because I, I love going to the gym. So <laughs> what I did was sort of working out in my living room right here, had my TV on and I was, um, I had a um, very successful actually a YouTube channel, a Spanish girl mm. um, doing fitness videos. Patty so, Jordan? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, I think that's what's, is it called um, um, Jim? I don't remember uh, the channel's name, but yeah yeah but i think that's her name yeah yep. yeah i love her she's great <laughs> so um there's a lot i mean that is that was super comprehensible input because you know she's like okay now up and now um eight to the side and now we're doing mm -hmm. this and now you know she's got dancing and um workout videos with sort of weights and stuff so it was all very sort of descriptive mm. um and uh, I learned a lot of sort of motivational phrases in Spanish. That was quite funny. Um, so that was that was great. Um, so yeah, I listened to her for an hour each day mm. during the whole of lockdown, which I thought was great. And I always sort of um yeah, tell my students to do that as well. I'm like, okay, stuff that you would normally do in your native language, um, yeah. if it's cooking with a recipe or whatever, just try doing that in German. And, you know, you will automatically get new, um, more input in and um, it's, yeah, enjoyable as well because you're doing stuff that you're really interested in. So I would, I would have been there in my living room every night anyway, training, working out or whatever you know you, you might as well do it in spanish yeah. while you're learning spanish you yeah know? and it was super fun i really enjoyed it <laughs> and th those ideas they have they also have that sort of descriptive visual component that you, you're really you're actually seeing the action while she's speaking so that's helpful yeah. whether it's yeah. baking working out yeah. You know, if you're interested in quantum physics, mm, it might be a little bit more complicated, right? Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> like simpler things and where, where you actually get to see the action at the same time, that really helps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly. I, I've talked about sports a lot. You mm. probably need to be a little bit ahead when it comes to how much you can understand, but because the commentator is actually explaining what's going on on the pitch or the court or whatever it is, yeah. it, it helps you connect the ideas or the, the sounds of the language with the actual action, the simultaneous. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that's why so many people like it as well to play uh, video games in their target language, mm. don't they? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not super mm. into it, but I would do that as well if I was. Uh, playing video games, I would do that in Spanish. Yeah. Yes. Comprehensible, sort of comprehensible, and you enjoy it. Boom. Yes. Yeah. You're off, you go. off you go. Off you go. 
yeah no exactly yeah it can be quite an enjoyable process the whole thing can't it yeah, yeah. once you get past that initial stage then like i said off you go because yes. yes. that initial stage you really depend on others creating content or a teacher right yes yes that's true yeah yeah and yeah i guess if there's some, if there's if you want to learn a language that where you can't really find material online then i guess yeah as you said maybe with a teacher who right. can then sort of talk at you <laughs> um yeah but yeah there are ways to get to get the the input in and to, to find materials and stuff yeah perfect awesome. so i think we're good for for today's episode anna so it was yeah. was really nice, really nice. It's uh, yes, I'm, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually. Thank, thanks so much for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. No worries. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually loving the this format because we get to talk about mm. different things. I get new ideas from other people, and the audience mm. getting new ideas, which is the most important thing. And yeah, yeah. right. So it's mm -hmm. it's actually. Okay quite good <laughs> i loved it so great no, yeah, thank, thank you so much thank you anna for for coming on and yeah we'll we'll be in touch and thank you see you i'll see you everyone in the next episode you know and of course here on youtube or whatever you're listening to it if you can leave your mess your comments down below feel free to ask us any question any comments whatever we'll appreciate it <laughs> yeah. right. so thank you again Anna and have a good day thank you bye bye